What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmstead, and this week I am joined by the taxicab Batman himself, Kenny Castro. Uh, it's Gotham. <laughs> and down there, doing what he does, we got Tyler Hadley, the Phantom producer. Not so Phantom lately, huh? Gonna yeah, have to come up with a so- new name. Yeah, he hasn't been Phantom in like six months. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty true. You're still Phantom in my heart. I don't know. You you love the personas, but yeah, the, the double entendre is not quite what it used to be. Ooh, uh, Anthony's coming! Anthony's coming, all right. And he will be joining us momentarily. So he'll be able to tell us about Monster Hunter Rise as well as Kenny. They've been into that. Um, I finished up Miles Morales. Octopath Traveler came to Game Pass, so we're going to be getting into that a little bit. Tyler has already run through the new co-op joint, It Takes Two. But before we get into that, we'd like to let you know that you can get this show on podcast services if you're watching on video. And you can join our Discord. You can find out how to do so in the link below or in the description below in the YouTube video. And yeah, if you could give us a like or a subscribe, we'd really appreciate it. And if you're a longtime listener of the show, thank you. What's up? And we appreciate you. All right. So before we get into the games, why don't we talk about, I don't know, first episode of My Hero Academia. Yeah. Yeah. Season five is here. It's it's right. sort, of a, sort of a filler one. It's completely. It's what it's kind of almost, if I remember correctly. It's They're reacquainting how they you. Open, yeah. How they open every season. But. The tricky part is if you look back on most openers, right, when they do this whole reacquainting you with the whole um, class 1A, right, they show off everybody's powers. But progressively, if you watch through every season that they do this, you see the growth in their control of their abilities. So they do a little more. They can do they they get they're a little more creative with their power. Still the same power, but you see their growth in the power from each first episode. If you compare them back to back to back, that you know even um, something as simple as um, where what's the is it Aoyama the one with the with the shining beam from the belly button? Mm -hmm. So in this episode, you see him and he uses his power, and instead of just one laser beam, it's multiple multiple shots get shot out from the from his belly button okay. so he has a growth in his power a growth in his control and creativity so that's something that we can start seeing in most of these re- reintroductions and getting reacquainted with them yeah you know it, it's you wonder do they really need to do this again like tell me that froggy's power is frog i don't know <laughs> but, but it, it was sort of, it was fun getting to see everybody and it does help as somebody did you know i haven't watched it in several months so I'd forgotten a few names here and there, and it was useful. It was, you know, you got a little bit of foreshadowing at the end of the episode about where the season might be going. Uh, You got the recap of the final fight from season four, which gave me goosebumps all over again. Honestly, that fight made me tear up. I, I, I definitely, I definitely eyes watered. I was happy for that character development for Endeavor for everybody that watched it. Uh, even the moment where Todoroki was like, you know, it, it's always sends chills through my body when Todoroki's in that moment where they cut to him in Endeavor's fight. And he's like, oh, man, I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the show's it's it's cheesy in all the right ways. It makes you love superheroes and. Putting a, saving people with a smile on your face. 
Very you know, wholesome. fun fun fact, Wiley, is that in the manga, uh, My Hero Academia is set in the same in the same universe that Batman and Superman exist. What <laughs> in the same universe? <laughs> yes, in the same universe that they would exist, but because of copyright and all that stuff, that little tidbit that they put into the comics that are alluding that they did in the comics, they couldn't allude to it in the show. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. So where where does what rank is Superman? Did they say? No, no, no. No, superheroes <laughs> only like number seven in our universe. Uh, Batman's like one hundred and forty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, yeah, the gadget was, hero Batman. It's good to have that. Uh, I know that Attack on Titan now is done. I still have two more to watch. But and then they until announced, 2022, yeah, exactly. They announced right afterwards, like, yeah, we're coming back with more. Like, why didn't they just do that and have everybody worrying of like, how are they going to tie all these loose ends? It's impossible. I, honestly, I think when they should, when they made the old season to order, right, um, they didn't realize until they started developing it that they just weren't weren't going to be able to wrap it up in that amount of episodes if they wanted to do it correctly. And then they were just like, you know what, we'll just do it. We'll just do what we can and let the studio decide whether or not to extend it, you know? And with all these perfect ratings and reviews and critics and uh, Rotten Tomato scores, there was no way not to extend it for the second part of this final season. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a shame to end it without a real conclusion, which where, like, like it seems where I'm at, things are just gearing up. Like, they, there's a lot of story left to be told. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that it didn't sort of have a, a black you know, clover a moment cliffhanger or some sort of like a Sopranos like ending, you know. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Black Clover, I think the I think their final episode is gonna be tomorrow or today. Uh I yep. think, it, think it aired yeah. last night or today. Yep, it is. Um, and then the movie. Yep. Okay, so there. final episode of the series, not just the season. Well yeah, they they've caught up with the manga at this point. The hiatus because in the manga it's it's ramping up pretty pretty hardcore. So I don't think that I don't think it's the series the series gonna end. I think they're just gonna let the manga build out the story a bit before so they start wrapping it and just yeah, like start making it up. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't, I think they would get lynched and butchered for that if they try that. Yeah. Um, I, think, I also I think it was a I think it was a series finale of Jujutsu Kaisen two was last week. Yeah. Mm. Season or series? Season. Okay. Okay. They're definitely. And we also we also got um the announcement and and I think first images of the new My Hero Academia movie that's coming out this summer. Uh, we got a whole new costume for Deku, looking a lot more dope. I gotta watch the first two. Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely good to watch the first two. First one has such an amazing last fight scene. Right, um, between All Might and Deku taking on one boss, uh, that's some boss there, and then the second one, the creator of the anime and manga, the manga, right, actually mentioned that when he was thinking about how to try and top that first fight from the first movie, he had to tap tap into for this fight for that second movie's fight into something he was hoping to say to conclude the 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 manga and the and the series on. So, so now he's like, what am I going to do? So he had to, he had, he took that. So then he's like, yeah, so he, but he did it with the, with the thought that he already figured out how he would do the, the ending. So he already had his backup plan. 
Gotcha. What's up? What's up, Crisis? How's it going? What's up? Thanks for tuning in. Um, did you guys hear that George R. R. Martin signed a five-year deal with HBO yeah. to like produce stuff? He hasn't even finished the story on um, what's it called on the game. He's already producing other stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, we still have not heard anything Ring. about Elden Ring. I kind of forgot we had that leaked footage. You thought for sure we would have seen by now, like the official release. Maybe they were mad at the leaker. We're like, yeah, no, we're not even showing it. I don't know. Um, but certainly looking forward to that, and hoping that one day Winds of Winter comes out. Although I'm a little doubtful. At this point in time, he's just not going to finish it. Yeah, I, I mean, he's definitely sopranoing it. Jon Snow walked into walked into an Italian restaurant, and 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 a couple men started walking in from the north, from the north, from the watch, and it cuts to black. Cuts to black. Journey's playing. <laughs> yep, literally does the same same ending. Same ending. They're like, I actually would have rather that ending than what the ending we got. Yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. When did John make it to an Italian restaurant? We didn't even know Italian restaurants were a thing. <laughs> I had a pizza. Imagine pizza and Game of Thrones would blow their minds. Oh yeah. Like they could make they bet they have pizza on Karth. <laughs> See that. Um all right, so we do got some games to get into. Uh why don't we start off with the most new and relevant to today's gamers uh sphere it takes two tyler you already Oof. completed it it's a, a good follow-up way out and brothers same guy he's kind of an eccentric yeah what's his name jo- joseph ferris uh so is like that a, his name yeah um yeah and i think like he definitely comes through with uh the character that you see in all the the ads and uh trailers the the, love, the book of love uh dr hakeem he's like this super eccentric book who's trying to get this couple to uh find their lost passion in their marriage and rebuild their relationship he's always like you have to use collaboration he's like shaking his book hips um things like that does he voice him i can't remember he might i don't know okay um but he's, he's always got like this like one liner he's like you have to find your passion you, like go go with the flow find your sweetness <laughs> yeah so he comes across and what's the gameplay like i mean i know it's two people all the time and there's really not an option for a single player you, you can match make with somebody uh so you played the whole thing with caitlin right yeah, I played the whole thing with Caitlyn um, because it is required to, to play with another person. Um, yeah, I'm trying to fix Wiley's camera because Anthony just joined now. Um, yeah, yeah, I knew this would be a thing. I knew this would be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the gameplay is actually like really creative because it's it changes like the like what you're doing in every single level so in one level <laughs> nice <laughs> so, hey what's up <laughs> so uh in one level you're um oh shit I'm, I'm missing things up i'm getting distracted you want us to come back to you tyler sorry yeah <laughs> my bad okay. no worries no worries. we will put up pause on it takes two for a bit We'll come right back to it. So why don't Kenny and I talk a little bit about Octopath Traveler, the game that Ooh. 
surprise dropped on Xbox and PC and Cloud Game Pass and mm-hmm. was originally only on the Nintendo Switch, still a $60 game unless you found it on sale, just like all Switch exclusives. So I was holding out. I, it's something that I totally probably would have picked up if it ever went on sale for $20 or, you know, something like that. But uh, so it was a very nice surprise to see it just uh, appear out of nowhere on Game Pass. Uh, visual style, I would say, is somewhere, you know, it's very old school. It's It looks a little bit PS1, a little bit Super Nintendo, a little bit Game Boy Advance. Like, it's it's kind of got... Yeah. Funny, you know? Um, that that background that just the art style that they use for this game is beautiful i don't know how you feel like it the 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 backgrounds being so much more popping in color and visuals than your character i'm in love with it because of that aspect for sure i i think it's definitely a very pretty game i think that the art style and the menus is really nice uh when you're like looking at the character designs and just overall it's got a really nice look to it and if you're fond of old JRPGs, you're going to be right at home with the game structure. I mean, it does have the unique thing. So you start the game out and you choose one of eight protagonists. You can pick anywhere on the map. They'll all start at level one. And as you move throughout the story, you're slowly building up your party, playing through the chapter one of each character's story uh, before that they decide to, you know, party up with you um and it's kind of neat how it does that i mean like it's i wonder how difficult it was to like level scale differently based on your choices right off the bat you know doesn't it sort of seem like there's some voodoo happening besides the scenes behind the scenes that we don't really fully get i don't know yeah what do you mean for, for what it is is that you know it definitely threw me off a bit when i was like wait a second why am i why am i playing their their, their opening and I was like, oh, wait a second. Is this their way to kind of introduce us into the character, their abilities, and kind of some backstory to them before they join your party? And I'm like, okay, I'm with it. I'm cool with this. If I got to go through every eight different one of these as they join me or, you know, and things like that, I was like, okay, I-, I can see it because at least it gives me, you know, just the experimentation. Like, okay, this is what their action, like their world action is, right? Um, whether or not it's the thief, the merchant, the the warrior who challenges people, each one has something specific um, can, that they can use on any character in the game, which is pretty neat. Yeah. So, like, uh, my I got I started off with the apothecary, and his thing is he's just a very nice guy, and once you talk to people, you can get better prices at the inn or at shops, or a special item will appear somewhere in the area, and uh, then I got the thief, and I could literally steal from anybody. Um, so that's been a fun thing to sort of experiment with it. And Anthony, what I sort of meant was that, you know, Kenny started the game off with a warrior. I started off with the apothecary, and our paths are now going to be completely different because you're not able to fast travel anywhere until you've been to a certain place. So he's mm-hmm. starting the game on the other side of the map. Um so he's going like his second, third, and fourth party members will also be different than my second, third, and fourth in all likelihood, unless we decide to go yeah. somewhere that doesn't make sense from a level perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so that sounds pretty sweet though. That's that's definitely reminiscent of uh, old JRPGs that are you know 
like the old Final Fantasies that you can just kind of go wherever on the world map if you want certain ones, and then you'll wander into an area where you're going to meet an enemy that's like level 70 and you're like level five. Yeah, definitely has uh, a little bit of that. It makes it easy to be on the right path because it does have like suggested levels on the over over the map and everything. Um, that makes it handy. That's nice. And right before, like, as you hover in the entrance to jo- go into a new area, it tells you, like, world danger level. Right, right. On like, the ooh, bottom. Handy. Yeah, like, I got to one the other day that was 25, and I was like, nope, I guess I'm coming back here later. Yeah, I was like, I was walking up to one trying to find the path to go to <laughs> get my second character, and I was like, oh, maybe it's this way, world danger level 15. Nope, it's not. <laughs> nope. Goodbye. Um. I think it's a little bit lacking so far with the story because and it is part of because you are jumping around with these characters and you are sort of playing their chapter ones, which sort of can be jarring, just completely switching setting and character. Um, like it, it feels a little weird when you're in the midst of your story as the, you know, the apothecary who's finally leaving town to set out and, do good for the world, and then you're uh, right in the middle of uh, a thief um, getting out of jail and just a whole other bunch of bells and whistles. And then it just feels inorganic that they would decide to, to team up. <clears throat> it, it, there hasn't been much interpersonal talking, so it sort of just feels like several flat. different stories. Yeah, it, it does. Flat might be a little too harsh, but it, it, it's... I, I'm like... I'm looking forward is what to... I should say, probably. Sure. Yes. I'm looking forward to when I have all eight characters and the real plot starts. I'll say that. Mm. Um, because sure. right now I'm enjoying the... Well, let's talk about the battle system now. Um, Kenny, you, you said you're pretty into it. Uh, yeah, big time. I think it's really nicely... It's easy to understand, even though I missed something pretty big that we talked about before the show, that you can really boost up your attack power by holding on to what are called uh, boost points. Ooh. Every time you do a, a an action without boosting, you gain a boost point. So you, the following turn or the following turn after that, if you really want to boost it up, you can have a much more powerful attack, which ends up being worth the uh, give and take most of the time. So you, you want to keep that boost meter going up, um, getting out some pretty big damage just for being patient and, uh, you know, turn-based. It's got your usual healing and, and potions. There, there's a shitload of healing that you need to do. Um, I can you maybe... You, I'm, like, twice as far as you, so you haven't seen some of the stuff I've seen, but... <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you're definitely... You've got four characters, even though we have this almost... Because, of course, I'm a... When it comes to RPGs, I do a lot of grinding. We almost have the same amount of gameplay time. Uh, you're much further than me, but then again, when I hit my second character, I was at a higher, higher, much higher level than you were. Um, <laughs> That's like me and Tyler playing Dragon Quest. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, <laughs> and what's it called? But that boosting, like as I was telling you, my my reference to it is when I go full boost, the max boost, the Super Saiyan Blue, as I call it, <laughs> um, because Super your character star- your character starts uh, um, giving off this blue aura, like he went Super Saiyan Blue. Um, I think I, I once I figured that out, I started my strategy will started just being able to the vulnerability breaking the armor down so that then they would 
you know, be, you know, stunned for a turn. So that allowed me an extra hit before then it came around and I had finally, it could, I could go boost times four. And right then and there, I was finishing people, you know, so I was also getting extra, extra on the battle results page because I would get bikes most of the time untouched, you know, so you get an extra of that top row, which I forgot was that money on the top row. I think it's money, XP, and and like the skill point. So yeah, for money you get, you'd get extra money for not being touched in battle. You'd get extra an extra XP point, um, uh, experience point for breaking breaking their armor. And then you'd get the by breaking their armor by attacking their vulnerability, and then you know you get the JP points, which are the skill points, which. Um, is a int- which is very interesting because like the, the amount the sure. amount amount of skill points that you need to learn a new skill keeps increasing after every skill you gain exponentially. Um, so you really so, have to be careful, or and you really got to think about your choices. And then after you get certain battle battle skills, you then automatically unlock support skills. And right, yeah, I think that it, as far as a no nonsense JRPG battle system with you know a couple neat mechanics. It's really solid so far, and yeah, uh, you know I had a, a boss fight which took like twenty twenty five minutes, and I didn't know about that Super would have been fifteen minutes if you would have gone Super Saiyan Blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know I was surprised at how much more difficult it was than the regular encounters. I think I went through like twelve healing grapes. Mm. Um, I had to use my a healing move at, with my apothecary character like 15 times okay. and i was like okay this is some you know, this got a little hairy i there was several times where i was like yeah i might die here but i still have yet to die um five i think i think six hours in now and i'm gonna keep i'm sticking with it um it's not my number one most played game of the week we'll get to that a little bit later in the show but why don't we hop back to tyler now that everything is uh back and where it should be as far as I can work it work in order let's let's, let's hit the rewind right the rewind it takes two it takes two take two (laughs) (laughs) got it but it takes one anthony to fuck it up (laughs) (laughs) all right so the main gist of the game is that it's a co-op game it's required to be played co-op and i think what i was talking about was uh the gameplay mechanics in the game change uh periodically um you're you you first get put into the game and you're trying to uh reach your the 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 daughter because they're trying to get her attention um and the, the first um i don't know like four or five levels actually uh, go pretty quickly um but even in those first four and five levels they introduce uh a brand new mechanic they they'll, they'll just like take away a mechanic and they'll give you a new one um you start off with pretty much you can you can run you can uh dash you can jump uh you use triangle to do like certain actions to like grab onto a lever together or like use a rope to like swing and things like that but then certain levels they'll uh give you like a special item that like gives each each character a a unique like ability 
um, in one of the levels, uh, you're able to, uh, I'm trying to think of what some of the early, earlier levels were. Um, gosh, I can't, I'm having such a hard time re remembering now. Um, but in one, like in one of the levels, so is it like a platformer or an action. It's definitely more of a platform. It's 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 got action in it, but it's more of a platformer, I would say, um, because all the bosses that you face, um, you end up using whatever uh, new mechanic is introduced to you in that level. Um, oh, like one of the levels, you're like you're inside of you're inside of a tree, and like you meet these squirrels, and they give you like these two different guns. Uh, one character has a gun that shoots like sap and the other character has a gun that shoots matches and if you shoot the, the sap on things first and then the other character shoots a match at it it like blows up um, oh. so there's tons of different things that like you have to game. they're actually like it's, it's so funny that you say it's a disturbing game because <laughs> there are some parts in this game where it gets so dark <laughs> and then there's other parts where it's just like oh my god like everybody's in love and whatever <laughs> I, I want to uh, love I want to horny are they get horny for each other as puppets mm -hmm. or do they do is that like the whole yeah they're, try they're trying to to refine their their love um kind of kind of against their will uh because pretty much the this this book the the book of love character dr hakeem is pretty much just keeps on popping up like in, in their way of like to their to their goal and he's like oh well now you have to do this and now you have to do this and pretty much just kind of like, like on the way to getting a divorce right right the, yeah the, the whole premise well, of this is what happens yeah yeah the whole premise is that they're trying to get a, or that they want to get a divorce um the daughter gets all sad and upset uh she cries over this book of love that she found at school i guess um and then that transforms them into these little puppets huh. well uh it's certainly getting better word of mouth and review scores than uh a way out did which was somewhere in the 70s this one's sitting at an 89 on metacritic and it's an excellent pickup for you in our fantasy critic draft probably yep. put you right near the top yeah, I would definitely uh, recommend. I mean, you can play it with anybody, but I think it would be better played. I mean, like with a significant other. Um, I mean, it's 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 a little like it is a little cutesy. Um, at at for most of the game, so didn't make you want to break up. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, would it be a good game for like you and me, Wiley, to play? Like, maybe. Oh, yeah, but 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 it might be kind of like a little bit like more awkward compared to like me playing it with my girlfriend. Well, I think we could get through it, but I, yeah, if you guys, yeah, you guys are close enough, you can just. I mean, we, we you just saw me widely give a little peck. You just go. It's okay. <laughs> um, cool. So I will probably play it this week. I tried, I was gonna play it on Sunday afternoon. I had it installed. I read somewhere that you could use a PS5 controller and a PS4 controller for some games. Apparently, that's not the case. Uh, it said you cannot use this controller. Tyler uh -oh. says it's an easy fix to switch it to the PS4 version. I will give that a try, and you'll hear my thoughts next week. I, I was also going to say, Wiley, um, I did see that on Target and Enfield had PS5 controllers in stock. So in case you actually wanted to pick up a second dual sense i didn't really think they were hard to come by i've seen them in, in stores um you know at walmart and things like that when i've been at walmart and places like that but uh it's just the 
I don't have the need for it yet, but I guess I do. Seventy bucks. Gotta mm. gotta shill it out. Just like I need a new Joy-Con. I'm thinking about getting that Fortnite edition. What do you think? <laughs> oh wait, do you have a? You need a new one like for multiplayer, or is it uh, you getting the drift? Uh, a little bit of drift. A little bit of just when I'm playing Ring Fit, which mm. I'm still doing. I the one of them will just turn off sometimes. Ugh. So mm. I got. Uh, you know, Wario64, he just said that Amazon just put up the pre-order for the blue and yellow Fortnite uh, Joy-Cons, and I was like, okay, those are probably shut up, Kane, they're going to be valuable one day. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Fortnite, I saw some advertisements for this today, and why I was like, and I thought of Wiley immediately, I was like, Wiley's the, Wiley's the Fortnite guy, he can explain. What is this new thing that's being advertised? It's like Fortnite, uh, Banana Goes Boom, or something like that. It's like prim- Primal, that's what it is. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's a new season. It's Primal, which I haven't really played more than a couple of hours of it. Seems like there's a big shakeup as far as how the weapons go. There's Primal weapons and there's like Ramshack weapons, which suck, which huh. you kind of need to build up uh, with other materials you find in the map. Mm. That's really all I know about it. I know Laura Croft is in it. Nope. Yeah, they're getting all the people now. They had the Street Fighter one with the really good Chun Li model and the Ryu. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, they're gonna run out soon. I don't know. They're gonna start going real deep cuts. Holy moly! They got the uh, green and pink ones on sale for sixty nine. Ooh, look at that price. That's that's not, a Splatoon one. You should get that. Not till April twenty third, but you should get that. You think so? Think so? Oh, yeah. yeah, I could give a thumbs up to that one. Or if you like Fortnite, get it. Who cares? It's your, it's your right, system. Well, it's whatever you're going to like more. Yep. I now, mean, the pink and neon green. I do like the colors of the blue and yellow more. Blue and yellow are nice. Pink and green are also nice. So if you get it, then we can be, uh, you can get into character when we play Splatoon together finally. You know what I just realized about? <laughs> <laughs> about those they don't come with the little thing that you make it into a real controller do they no it's no. stupid they have they uh, totally are, should yeah those are separate it's bullshit there's no point for them not it's it's just more money more money yeah, so those are like so what, ridiculous just like a little yeah. plastic piece it, yeah it's and so speaking of that too uh, it, this is so bad with the joy cons and everything did you know gaming the youtube channel just put out uh, a video today i think like early today about uh, nintendo joy con uh, just being not just like not working, and there's like a couple lawsuits, I guess, against Nintendo right now over that. Well, I hope they get what's coming to them. Yeah, they should make working product. Um, well, now that Anthony is here and Kenny is still here, you can tell me about this Monster Hunter Rise, the Nintendo Switch. Oh, that old thing, that 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 old thing, that little thing there. Yeah. <laughs> So hell yeah! Where do you want me to start? I want you to start telling me how it differs from Monster Hunter World, and how it's the same, and how you're enjoying it. Uh, it's it's been really good so far. It's one uh, big difference is when you start off, you get to, and also the similarity, you start off, you customize your character like you did in World, you customize your little cat guy, but you get a Palamute as well, oh. which is your other buddy. They're they're called buddies in this. The little the cat palicos and the uh, Palamutes, and they're like little dogs. They're like well, they're not little. They're like big dogs, and you can customize your first one. You get you. Um, they have this whole little side area in the hub world, uh, the hunting village you start in, 
that is called the buddy area where you can hire more like different ones that you can send out between quests that really help you out. They doesn't they don't really put a like a big emphasis on it, but it's really really handy if you're playing the game because you go out, you go do your quests, but at the same time, if you have your little buddies going out and like getting materials and other stuff for you, it just kind of like helps compound and get you more resources. So that that was like a big difference. But I thought that was really cool. You could ride your little dog if you hold A on the map uh, in the village or out in hunts, and it just you just go so much faster. You don't use stamina. There's no stamina. Yeah, that's really neat. I heard that on another podcast. And you can boost. There's a little speed boost to it when you hold the, what is it, left trigger, ZR, whatever, ISR. Really? Like, it, yeah, you lean to the left of it, and then you boost forward. Like, really? it kind of shoots you forward, yeah. I'll try that out. I didn't know that. That's cool. Mm. Mm. So, does this is this game a little bit more accessible than World, or? Yes. You, you think so? I think they they do a really good job. There's tutorials in this, like they'll pop up. It's not like super in depth, but whenever you encounter a new mechanic, it's gonna it'll pop up. It gives you like a one to like four page, depending on what it is. A little description of it, um, kind of what it deals with. But this is they're getting better as as it goes. Like starting from uh, as a Monster Hunter veteran who started on the PSP, technically the PlayStation Two, but uh, that game that just didn't tell you anything. Like now is it's so much more accessible. They're they're really kind of trying to help you lean into more things and there's there's tons of guides online already which is great and the game's only been out like i don't know friday since when it launched on friday and not even a week so um kenny you're you maybe haven't played as much as anthony and what was your experience with world did you play it a lot a little not at all i played um, a decent amount i played a, a good chunk and then i restarted over with the characters when we were trying to play it on the playstation because i had originally played on the xbox um so i had xbox and playstation no no i mean world world oh gotcha gotcha. yeah that's i have my experience with world but with rise you know i got a couple two missions in um with story 149 with the multiplayer missions and they care like i was telling the guys to carry me through it Um, i was really getting one shotted by by the barrel like when i got you gotta grind man i i have no no gear i was doing one damage through it i'll help you i was doing one damage every single time um, at one point in time, I even stopped get. I was like, I don't want to get run shotted again. So I was throwing my kunai, and the yeah. kunai was doing more damage than I was actually doing. That's wild. <laughs> wow. So like, you eat your funny dango that you were doing a mission you had no business doing, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. I was like, they were like, Kenny, you you sure? And I'm like, get me in there. Get me in there. I want to do Hunter Ring 6. It's fine. I just started the game. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's kind of crazy that they even, because that was one thing with Monster Hunter World is like when you were a lower rank like it wouldn't even let you into yeah, other uh, other people's quests until you were like at at a correct level yeah at a certain rank but the cool thing is you don't have to worry about grinding uh, as a little tip i just found this out you don't have to worry about grinding hunter rank in the multiplayer hub quests if you just do single player story mode if you beat i think it's like if you beat the four star quests either beat all four star or whatever many single player quests um, the pretty much the first half, then you get automatically boosted to Hunter Maker three, so you don't have to like grind. Nice and hub. So does it have the same set of weapons that uh, the previous game had? There were some like yes. what twelve? Yeah, there's them? a lot. Mm-hmm. And they've all got their own move sets, of course. Uh, yep. They play very yeah, upgrades and all that good stuff. Uh, so all... what are you guys maining? That's, uh, I'm I'm split right now. I've been uh, I do great sword. Great sword's my go-to. So I love great sword, but I've been trying to branch out from that. So with this one, I've been doing long sword, 
and uh, uh, charge blade. I nice. actually, what's it called? I was running around with the double daggers for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, nice. Double daggers. Those are my those are my jam in in world, which I did play and Ooh. got through the story and then uh, moved on because I just wanted to sort of wrap that up and mm-hmm. add it to my list of completed games. But it's making me it, miss it, my it, insect glaive. Yeah. Right, I, that was fun too. The, and I said this game, and that that's the one where you could really jump around and. Uh, just like mobility. super mobile, yeah. Yeah, and you've got so one heard... uh, in this too. This is pretty mobile as well. You have I forget in world did they have the wire bug, Tyler? No, that's what I was no. gonna say. That's what I've heard. That that's that. That sounds really neat. Like it. Yeah. Explain how that works. So it's basically you pull. I think it's what is it, Kenny? It's LZ, and you have that little target yeah. reticle that comes up, and you have you start off with two two little wire bug charges, and you. Uh, another really cool thing uh, on the topic of getting this is you can run around the map and whatever hunting maps you're on, you can pick up a third wire bug, which will add, you know, temporarily for a certain amount of time, uh, another wire bug to move. But you also get perma buffs, which is a brand new thing. So yep. there'll be these little uh, like birds, like sparrow, almost hummingbird animals around yeah. the map that you can just run into and they'll boost your max stats. So they'll yeah, boost, it'll be like, like defense. Health, so. Yep. No. Attack, uh, stamina. Stamina. Mm-hmm. HP. And it'll tell you by how much. It'll be like plus three or plus one, you know? And you see the and, little fishes, too? I was so surprised because those little yeah. things, I thought they were going to do damage to me, but these little fish in the water, they just, like, popped into me and it was like, pew, pew, pew. Mm, just give you all yeah. these buffs. Yeah, honestly, I felt like the even the item collection was very easy because um, I'd jump on my dog and start, start running around, and I'd just be, almost at, you. And I'd be almost at full speed just running by it and pressing A and not even stopping from running, and it'll, it'll pick it up. That's so handy. I love that. It's amazing. The only time I think it stops you, right, is with the unique items, right? Unique items or uh, mining. Yes. And actually, the maps tell you now where your resources are, which is incredible. That's mm-hmm. super handy. And you can uh, fast travel. I don't know if you could do it in World, but you can fast travel if you have two different camps. In your map, yeah, nice. you could do you could do that in world too. You could just travel to to a camp. Did you find any hidden notes yet, Kenny? No, I have not. I was looking for I forget what I was doing. I think I was trying to find the thing to get this extra submarine in the buddy park, and I wound up at like the shrine ruins. And there's this one part, kind of like to the left of the map, where there's just this like giant tall tower, and you can kind of see it. It's like a shrine at the top, but there's like a bunch of rocks. There's no real clear path to get to it. So I like mm. shot myself up there somehow. And I was like looking at the shrine. I was like, "Oh, this is really cool." I was like, "This is a neat little detail they have." And I went over to the right, and there's just a sword in the ground with like a note, and you could like click on it. So I guess there's like six different hidden, uh, like little I forget what they call them, but it's like six different notes you can find that you can give to the merchant guy that give you like some background. Oh, nice. Speaking of hidden notes, and this is totally out of left field, but I'm wondering if Tyler, when you played Astrobot, did you find the two? little hidden areas in the jungle uh, level with all the lyrics to GPU on the wall? Um, maybe. I feel like maybe. it was like I, such, I such, it was such a cool hidden thing. Like, and that song is so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, did, I do remember finding that. It was like underneath like a waterfall or something like that. Or, I don't know. Probably something like that. Um, so back to Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, let's talk about how it's performing on the Switch, uh, how it looks. and. Awesome how it compares yeah. the load, load times are for a switch game absolutely amazing like load times are almost instantaneous i was talking to my buddy ryan i was playing with yesterday online and like load yeah loading i, I, I am respawned like that you know 
you go from areas, everything loads in. You can tell like the tricks that they do it are great, but like I'm no game designer, but I can tell certain things just from picking up on it and overhearing is that certain things are rendered. Like if you see like something from a cliff over there, like one of the little uh, smaller monsters that's just like this little pterodactyl thing, it's rendered in a way where it's just like very, it's like going at two frames a second, but I mean, yeah. you get close to it, it renders in. But I mean, it's the little tricks that I thought were cool to pick up on. Be like, oh, that's how they get everything so quick and you can load in so fast. It was part of my uh, precociousness about this game was that it's you know it's the the switch not as powerful even as the PS4 and the Xbox One, so going from world to a sub subpar look a lesser looking game would, would be sort of jarring, but that that's not what I'm hearing from anybody. The looks, I mean, in a way, there's certain things like the shading effects are a little iffy. And certain things like I just got this uh, armor, the Kezu hood which um it's just this white hood and it like i thought you would just see your character's face but it kind of like shades your top part of your face out to make it kind of look cooler and mysterious um but the way that like the shading is is a little odd just okay. because of the way it's rendered but it's it's not bad i mean i really haven't picked up on anything too crazy I, i'll take the load times being quicker over you know the little bit of refinement in the graphics with world because this loads so yeah. faster than word well yeah. it's it's been missing from well, I guess there was one other Monster Hunter game, but that was like a port, wasn't it? On yeah, it was, I think it was a port. Was it to the Switch too? I think it was. There was one generations. Generations, like that. yeah, that was a 3DS. I think gotcha. port to. So to glad the that this one is getting really positive word of mouth. I'm tempted to pick it up. Do um, it! I love these. Are like I will run you guys through. Like I love the series. Like I love playing these. Okay, cool. You know, All you know right, how I am. If I get into it. I'm gonna start grinding, and that's gonna be my life for like a week or two. Yeah, yeah. baby, well, come on, hop on. <laughs> um, well, I want to tell everybody that Miles Morales for PS5 is probably the best superhero game ever. Ooh. Um, yeah, I think Ooh. I think it's taking that mantle for me. I'm telling. I just think the combat is unreal. How cool everything looks. Um, and the electric powers mixed with the invisibility mixed with all the things that you unlock um the story goes some some interesting places i I love the characters especially your your friend ganky and your uncle aaron uh and your sort of uh the protagonist uh who is or not the protagonist the antagonist of the game who's sort of a it's a spoiler to say who it is but um you know it's it was just so good. The ending, I, I was like jaw on the floor, like holy crap, this is so epic. I, I this is exactly what I wanted out of this game. So I know I was pretty much raving about it last week, but I had to, I had to put put a pin in it. So yeah, that that's about the same as I've read and I've heard from so many different people. Everybody raves about the game. Yeah. Um, so I'm not surprised. I would have been more surprised if you said anything less. Or, yeah. What blew my mind is that he has electric powers. I know that shouldn't be like the big thing at first, but it's crazy. <laughs> I didn't know. I was, like, didn't he have, I was like, when did he get this? When does Spider-Man have electric stuff? It's sweet. Oh, well. Yeah, he's he's kicked Pete's ass with some more practice. Mm. Um, only complaint, speaking of Pete, they should not have changed his face from the original game. He looks the same age as Miles. He's supposed to be eight years older than him. Why'd you do it? I don't get Why'd it. Why'd they do it? Yeah. Um... Okay, so Kenny, why don't you loop us around to Loop Hero? Woo. So, like that. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, nice. So loop here. Yeah. Um, quick update. Um, I wrote credits. What? Nice. <laughs> I did Damn. tell you guys. I, I, you know, I decided. I was like, you know, I, I, I saw the junk people were talking about last episode about. Oh, Kenny most likely got a shit ton of hours in in Loop Hero compared to us. You know, I was like, okay, you know, oh, bet. Okay. wait, wait Listen. until, wait okay. until I drop it on them that I rolled credits and not just rolled credits. Let me put the cherry on top. I also beat one of the secret bosses in the game. Dang. Nice. Okay. Completely own the game. It's my, bombs. it's my bitch. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll play it now. We'll see. Um, honestly, that last chapter in the game will be brutal. Um, we're, we're not gonna get there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last chapter of the game literally is fighting the first three chapter bosses plus the final boss. Oh, jeez. So you have so it's four chapters. So. Um, so you literally in the last chapter, you build, you start building through and quickly get the first boss. And then you start to keep on building past that second boss, third boss. Um, there are some tricks to it. Um, if, if you manage your card, it's right and synergize, right? The board, the map, you might be able to skip bosses. Mm, okay. Um. So you know you can Mario Bros. Three style. Exactly. Like so, you know, with that bar on the top left, it gives you like the hash marks for every boss. So if the first boss um starts spawning, if before you reach him, you build up the map enough so that you get to the next hash mark, you don't have to fight the first boss. You you <laughs> just jump straight to the second boss. Oh jeez. Huh. Yeah. So, so overall, is it? Uh, did Did you check your Steam clock? Actually, I was looking at it, so it's weird. It's crazy, right? So when you look at my statistics, right, and yeah, you look at the yeah, you look at the in-game statistics, and you look at the the game runtime. I was laughing because I've made the mistake sometimes of just leaving the game on overnight. So my my actual my game clock, like the just the game turned on running clock, is like ninety hours because wow. so many times I've left it on. Uh, but my expedition time is 34 hours. So there's a huge... Like, <laughs> That's huge great that it has that distinction. 50 mm-hmm. hours distinction between both both times. So 34 hours of looping. Does it tell you how many loops that is? Um, it actually it does have the loops st- stat, I believe. And yeah, I think it tells like, me how many people okay. I've destroyed. I think I've killed 20,000 20, plus enemies um, wow. between all my loops. Wow. Um my camp, I have almost every square um, covered by something. Cool. Uh, there, they gets to a point where, like, it really the game gets so much easier once you unlock every every building. Like, would you recommend me who still hasn't even beat the first boss? If I wanted to give it another shot, would you say you should be trying to build as many of those buildings as you can? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. because that's that's where it takes off. Um, because without it, you're really just on basic, uh, running basic. Um, one of them, I think the Intel building, it starts giving you skills in loops. So uh, it gives you, every kill gives you an, exp- it, gets, it gives you experience points. And then once your experience bar, you level up, you pick out a three, three skill traits, you know, in that loop. So you keep, it adds another, like these buildings start adding level, like these different dynamics to your loops and strategies to your loops which makes it so much easier and 
biggest thing for me, it was getting the forest and the river. Once you get those, it, it takes it to a whole nother level for you because the forest, the river, what the river does that any adjacent tiles touching it um, get double its it's um whatever 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 its output is so and the forest what it does right if you know when you unlock the forest and you add it to your deck it adds forest and it adds the thickets the thickets give you plus two it gives you plus two percent attack speed for every thicket when you and and the forest is plus one but so if you just use thickets next to the rivers you are getting plus four instead of plus two, every one that you put next to a river. Like, wow. everyone that's touching a river. So, most sometimes I'm sitting there, and you'll see me, and I'll be, like, loop five, and I'll already be at 40, 60% attacks, plus attack speed. Um, for characters like the Rogue, you want that. That's huge. You unlock the first class. Um, it's with the, with the buildings as well. Oh, it is? Okay. So, I believe the cemetery, if I'm correct, the cemetery unlocks the Necromancers for you. And I forget, I think it's the war camp that unlocks the rogue. Honestly, like I said, I had the feeling that the that the necromancer is the best character. And that that I had like one I was on um I was looking at tips and tricks on YouTube, right? And I came across this one necromancer build and I was like, I was like, all right, maximize speed, attack speed, and maximize um max skeletons, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what those are the two attributes you want to focus on for him. All right, let me try that. So I did that, and I ran through every 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 boss with that strategy. It was ridiculous because what it is is that the necromancer's attack speed is his summon speed. So the faster his bar reaches to, so he can summon another a skeleton, the better. Because you never really increase a, a necromancer's attack. He's always going to only do three to five attack. So he only ever physically attacks when you have when you've already made it to your max amount of um, allotted um, skeletons or whatever he summons, right? Whoa! So if you increase that as well, yeah. If you increase that as well, um, I've gotten to a point where I've been able to summon seven skeletons out there. So they're doing all the damage, all the attacking for me. There's a skill where all the damage done to your hero gets um, distributed equi- equally between all the all you and the skeletons. It, it becomes wild. There's even one skill that you can unlock while, while leveling up that for every skeleton, you get 0.25 energy HP, not, not even your regular HP. Wow. Yeah, so imagine. So if you're every single time you fight somebody, you're summoning four... For skeletons, that's one point of uh, magic HP that you're that you're gaining per per monster. I I put this build to the test the other day, and I made it all the way. Like you know, I've already rolled credits. So I was just messing around with this build. Let me see how far I could go with it. I made it to forty loops wow. before I decided that I was bored and I was gonna just return to camp. Oh wow! Holy shit! Um, neat. Well, congrats on. Finishing that one up, I think based on what you're telling me, I definitely I got to give it another shot. Just based on how much I'm hearing still about it on various podcasts, uh, we've I, I at least have barely scratched the surface. Um, so wrapping it up this week, what I want to talk about is a game that I think is underrated. I think that uh, I, it surprised me, and you know that question that people ask: What's that one thing that you enjoy that a lot of folks others thinks is 
bad. Uh, and I wouldn't say that they say it's necessarily bad, but Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, I got it on PS5, and um, 10 to 12 hours in, doesn't tell you. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. I think that if I think it's the best of the series, at least for me, I'm definitely enjoying it the most. Um, it's an open world crime game where you can steal cars that's set in London. You know, you're playing with as the hacker group DeadSec, um, who are, you know, trying to stop fascism, uh, bash the fash, stop the, stop the police state and the super amount of surveillance by manipulating that surveillance constantly in order to, uh, change the environment, set traps, and uh, just help you infiltrate these places. I'm playing the game as like a full-on stealth, uh, non-lethal playthrough because I actually do feel some, you know, like you're trying to do the righteous thing here and you're not trying to be a murderer. So if I do get caught in a, in a moment, I'm not just going to switch to my non-lethal, I mean to like my AK-47, I'm going to use my electric gun. And try and uh, you know do it that way, but um, I think that uh, the driving the, the game looks really nice on the PS5. You know, no surprises there. Uh, I'm more engaged with the story than I thought I would be. Uh, what's surprising me about it is just how thoughtful that every sort of uh, encounter has been so far. Or not maybe not every, but you know, it's a big open world, and there's lots of buildings that you can infiltrate, and the ways, the, the variety of different ways where you can complete your task is pretty neat. Like, do I want to go in loud, which I, I never do, or do I want to use a drone and go through the vent and complete my goal this way? Uh, can I knock out enough guys where I can just run up and use the computer myself? Um, can I use the, the camera jump off thing in such a way where I can just do it from afar? Um, so I've enjoyed the, the sort of dishonored like uh variety like i wouldn't go say as as far as dishonored's um options but it's better than i think it gets credit for and the fact that they're able to do that type of thing where you're not just you know racking up body counts and being the world's biggest hypocrite is something i'm really i think the only people i've killed in the game are like people that i accidentally ran over which it happens oh no I used to feel bad Light when I had fire. to restart my game, but yeah. So is this uh, still the one where you can uh, like you recruit all the different people or whatever? Yes. Did, did you recruit the old lady already? Yeah, that's what the. I the don't head. have an old lady. No, I have I have like a middle aged lady. I have a Russian guy. You're playing it all wrong. I have yeah, a the guy, old lady, old bag, white guy with a mohawk, oh, and that's good. so that's the other thing. The big thing in this game. Every NPC is a potential recruit. Uh, you have to do some sort of recruitment mission for them, whether it's like um, making making sure that the rich people aren't cutting in line for the kidney transplant. So you have to infiltrate the hospital and hack some uh, com computer terminal or something completely different, like beating up some guy that uh, is hounding this other one for money. And that he doesn't know but i think that uh it's super impressive the fact that all these characters are voiced they they don't sound awkward like i've only ran into a couple 
reused voice actors, like where they're literally the exact same, even though they're a different character. Like I think maybe only once so far. And just the way that they sort of organically get put into your group. You can play with permadeath. I wimped out. I'm kind of wishing that I did because I've I've only died like two, three times. And that would have added a a bigger weight to my decisions. But I did not want to be 15, 20 hours in, be stuck on a mission, die 10 times, and then have to start over, which you do. Um, So I, yeah think it's cool i i didn't expect it like the first one bounced off real quick second one got maybe halfway through got stuck was only renting it this one i'm definitely gonna see through um maybe it's full on on this one? Well, i know it's on, i know it's on sale for 20 bucks uh-huh. yeah it's on sale for 20 bucks and, and like i i that makes me think that maybe it's not doing so well it just it implemented a multiplayer mode as well which which uh, i heard is super fun oh really yes cool well, um, I'll they got go. like I think they got these attack spider bots that you use in there. Yeah, the spider bots are are neat. Mm-hmm. Um, not gonna blow your mind or anything. Like it's not uh, a system seller or anything. But I'm pleasantly surprised with it so far. <laughs> Bless you. And Thank it you. looks and plays great on PS5. Probably does nice. on PS6 too. It, it like the the fact that it's loading so quick and everything. It, like it's it's some of the new console smell that's making me enjoy it but uh Hell yeah yeah so we're, we're going long we've already been talking for an hour and we're just getting to the topic of the show and i don't feel like maybe me and anthony are the only big ps3 heads in here you had a ps3 right oh yeah i love okay. my ps3 i love my playstation anthony, anthony and his jrpgs gotta have them and, so, and my vita Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his Vita. So th- this news came out. Sony, uh, it was originally just a rumor, but it got confirmed that this summer you will no longer be able to, at some, I believe July 2nd, you will no longer be able to purchase games on the PS3, PSP, and PS Vita uh, digital storefronts. What When you heard this, Anthony, what, what was your reaction? Uh, I thought it was a little bunk. Definitely... Uh... Pretty shitty. It was also I watched the video today. This other really good guy I can recommend on YouTube called Modern Vintage Gamer. He was uh, he was talking about this, and uh, he he brought up a good point that this actually really is a a good time for emulation now. Like emulating, apparently there's a, a top of my head what it is for PS3, but for PlayStation 3 emulation that's actually coming along really well and kind of improving day by day. Um, for that and it just it, that really kind of like this shutting these storefronts down like this it just kind of proves that game preservation using emulation and things like that is definitely it's it's going to be important for you know moving forward and when stuff like this happens and you know as it eventually does because as a from a business standpoint you know you can see where sony's coming from and you know not many people have ps3s are actively buying stuff on like their vitas or psps still right i i think it's particularly egregious in the vita sense because that system's not even 10 years old yeah people are still making stuff for it too which sucks so it's like the people who are still developing for the vita it's like well sorry we uh we don't have a storefront anymore so you can't really sell your game with us yeah it's whack and uh the ps3 is the console that really reinvigorated my love for gaming you know i i had an xbox 360 um i kind of took a couple years off near the end of the Ots, you know, but I think in 2012 I got a 500 gig PS3, and 
it came with the instant game collection from PlayStation Plus, which at the time was like a revelation. Like, what? I get all like eight or ten of these great games for free. What games did you? Um, what games were they? Um, oof, putting me on the spot. I, I know. If you that, don't remember, it's, it's all good. I know that. Yeah, I don't. Or were they like just PlayStation Three classics at the time? Like, just stand out, kind of like. Yeah, I remember one of the PS Plus games that I first really got back into was Spec Ops The Line, which is an awesome single-player, third-person shooter. Um, And let's see. My PS3 is stacked with, like, 60-plus games, 60-plus PS3 games, nine PS1 games, and one PS2 game. And thankfully, you're still able to download the ones that you've already purchased. Yeah. So I gotta check. So is the so the PlayStation Three store should still be up? Uh, let's call it a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What's up? He said, "Let's call yeah, it a I show." Just, I, I can't talk with you guys on your phones. Like I just can't do it. <laughs> it's not a topic, man. That we we can t- provide any input in. <laughs> I, I, it, it just, I'm sorry. It, it bugs me. All right. Catch you later. All right. Bye. Bye.